0: Hi, and welcome to the Fearlessly Kind podcast, all about creating a kinder girl world. My name is Kate Whitfield, and I am the founder and CEO of Fearlessly Girl, speaker, author, and girls empowerment expert. Each week, join me and our incredible Fearlessly Kind facilitators as we share our tips and strategies to raise and educate strong, empowered young women and lead by example as we inspire a generation of girls to be kinder to themselves and each other. Hello, and welcome to episode nine of the Fearlessly Kind podcast. I'm your host, Kate Whitfield. Welcome back. If you're new here, welcome. So happy to have you. Uh, Today's episode, I'm really excited to share with you. I got to speak with one of our Fearlessly Kind facilitators, Laura Gleason. She's also a previous educator, current teen girl life coach, and she has so much incredible wisdom to share tips and advice and just sharing about her journey. It was so fantastic to sit down and talk to Laura. So I'm super excited to dive into that interview with you in just a bit. But I wanted to let you know a couple things. We are currently in the middle, literally the middle, of the Fearlessly Girl back to school sale. So that means all of our online programs are between 30 to 50% off. Um, It was supposed to end this Friday the 16th, but we are extending it for the entire month of September. So if you are interested in starting any kind of girls' empowerment programming in your school, your community, just even for your own daughter, run don't walk to fearlesslygirl.com. The link to all the school programs are below and you can check everything out. There's no coupon code needed, everything's already discounted. So If you've been curious about any of our programs like our summit kit where you can host your very own summit in your school for an absolute minuscule fraction of the cost of having an actual, like having me come out to actually do a summit in your school, um, you can get the summit kit that walks you through everything you need to know, scripts for the student leaders, the complete activity guide, all of that. super fun, super amazing. So anyway, all the programs are on sale, extending the back to school sales. So go check that out. And um, without further ado, I would like to introduce you to Laura Gleason. Enjoy the interview. All right. Well, I'm here with Laura Gleason. Welcome to the podcast, Laura. It's so great to have you. you. Could you tell everyone a little bit about yourself?
1: Yes, my name is Laura Gleason and I am a life coach for teen girls. And I love working one-on-one with them. Uh, I can do that in person or via Zoom and just helping them build confidence and knowing their value and their self-worth and just kind of building that relationship and whatever they need to just kind of meeting them there where they're at and where they want to go.
0: Oh, that's so fantastic. I have so many questions about life coaching for teens. That's so cool. How long have you been doing that?
1: It's about a year now. So I was certified in April of 2021 with the Life Coach School. Wonderful. Um, and so, well, sorry, I was certified in October and started in April. So I had that journey, uh, which is a phenomenal program to learn everything, um, different school uh, skills and tools that I can use to work with the girls. And then So it was about last October, so almost a year coming up that I have um, been working in the one-on-one capacity.
0: Oh, that's amazing. So what what kind of like drew you to working with teen girls to start with?
1: Well, I am a former high school and middle school teacher and just always been, um, just love that age group. Uh, And I just see all the potential. So that's always very exciting to me. And as a teacher, I felt like a lot of the students would come to me um, with their trust and with some of the social or academic issues too that they had. And that's just, I felt like I was very helpful and I felt like that was what they really needed. And that became more and more the part of the job that I loved. Right, I get that. that yeah, so coming into being a life coach for them just allows me just to work with them on those things. And I don't know, I just feel like it's incredibly powerful in my life, and their lives, the lives of their families. Very fruitful the work that I do. And yeah, it just gives me that opportunity.
0: I love that. I love when you can kind of like really find your zone of genius and your passion and like that becomes your work. It's such a magical kind of place to be in. I think that's so cool. What does like a life coaching session with you, with a teen girl look like? Like what kind of like, what are the topics that kind of come up most? Like what are some of the insecurities and just general things about being a teen girl that you help them with? Well,
1: I think one of the big things that we work on is comparison. Mm -hmm. I think that comes up a lot, whether um, that's socially, academically, um, whether it's something that they're comparing on uh, social media platform, or, you know, just a best friend even, um, and just really trying to help them change their thoughts about yeah. not necessarily comparing them to some se- themselves to somebody else but like having compassion for themselves mm-hmm. and, um being able to see all the good that they possess and all their gifts and talents and just really kind of channeling those thoughts that way instead of um you know negative self-talk or right.
0: um that I'm not good enough come up yeah with. the loop that you know I remember being a teenager and all the teenage girls I've worked with it's like this kind of loop right of like I'm not good enough or she's better than and we just have these instant judgments about other people and like comparing ourselves and online makes it I think so hard for girls as well it can you know with TikTok and all like, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen any of the videos of like 13 year olds, you know, 20 years ago <laughs> versus 13 year olds now doing these TikTok dance moves. And it's just like in such a short amount of time, I think girls have had to kind of grow up and be so sexy and do all mm-hmm. like it's hard, like that's hard at that age to kind of be able to um, try to fit in in that world. And so comparisons, I think, are such a you know, I'm not surprised to hear that that's something that you work with the girls on so often, because I do think it's so hard to be a teen girl right now, especially. So it's wonderful to know that people out there are doing the work that you're doing and being able to coach them and work one-on-one with them, because so much of it is just like mindset, right? Like how you, where do you spend the majority of your time, like your thought time, right? Like, what are you thinking about? And so I guess like you just help them with the tools to kind of like reframe things. Is that right?
1: Yes. Um, I'd like to start off with really having them get to know themselves Mm -hmm. in a way where what are their values? What are their standards? What are their dreams? And working on um, not being indecisive in in Mm -hmm. their lives would be able to make decisions that are coming from those things that they already decide for themselves. Um, so then when they're in a situation, it's like, what do I decide? Am I trying to be this person trying to be that person? Like, well, I know who I'm trying to be and that this kind of person I'm trying to be would make this kind of decision.
0: I love that. That's so powerful. I wish all girls could have that kind of roadmap. And first of all, like starting with knowing themselves is so powerful too, because so often it's just like trying to fit in and change yourself. I mean, I know that was a big part of my middle school journey was being like how to change myself to fit into different groups instead of me asking myself, like, who do I actually want to be? And I wish I would have had somebody like you back then to, you know, kind of give me that roadmap. It's really powerful for girls to have that in those situations.
1: Yeah, and I think that it's natural at these teenage years to start to separate from your parents a little bit.
0: Yeah. And that's like
1: your identity. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I think empowering them, we use this word empowering them to decide who they want to be and how they want to show up. Mm -hmm. And um, just taking, even if it's small steps in that direction, I think is um, like really powerful in the end.
0: Yeah, it's super powerful and it's, it is like, I think that is a very good use of the word empowering. Like that is, that comes from yourself. Like it's self-empowerment, you know, it's the girls are kind of steering their own ship. And I think as a teenager, girl, you know, tween, teen, you kind of do feel powerless, right? Until you realize that you do actually have some control over, you know, how you show up, like you said, and the kind of person you want to be and how you react to different situations. And to give girls that tool, those tools at such a young age, I mean, just imagine the ripple effects of that, you know, like how, how that might really deeply affect their lives and, and their families' lives as well. So that's fantastic.
1: And helping them understand that we can't control uh, our circumstances or right. uh, other people or sometimes the environment yeah. that we're in, but we can figure out within ourselves how to, like, like we talked about, like how to show up, you know, right? how to think about the situation and some of the tools that I work with and some of the skills that they can learn can pretty quickly help them figure that out, you know, how to not try to control the situation or the person, but try to look within themselves to how to uh, make the mess of the situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, so, so powerful. And these are things like, I just wish all girls could learn, you know, in school or, you know, being able to learn from somebody like you one-on-one is definitely, it's definitely really powerful, but yeah, I, I love, I love what you shared about that. What, you know, aside from kind of comparison, what are some of the other struggles that you see girls dealing with, you know, in your kind of practice as a, as a life coach?
1: Well, I, I can coach in all different kinds of things. Like if somebody um, had a concussion and kind of the
0: process of coming oh, wow. out of that. How interesting. Something. Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's a lot of dynamics that can happen in that situation or, or an athlete you know, mm-hmm. thoughtwork can really work well in addressing a lot of the challenges that come up um on the court or with the coach or with the yeah
0: teammate. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I get that.
1: So or academics, there's a lot of pressure on teens in academics. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the stress or anxiety of of grades and tests is comes up a lot. Um, and then putting their identity or self-esteem in that which right. um, you know if you have a bad test that doesn't necessarily change who you are um, you know you, yeah. that's why I like to work a lot with like self-worth like building that self-worth not based on you know what you do or what you have mm-hmm. but really um, loving like who you are right now and also look into the future of who you want to become and, and Making steps in that direction, um, like rehearsing the new you and interviewing your future self.
0: Like oh, that's, not, that's yeah. juicy! I like that, <laughs>
1: yeah. I think that's so powerful, um, and inspiring. To you know, this is who I want to grow into being. What does that look like, and what, what should I do to cultivate that in my that's life
0: or create beautiful. that? In my- yeah, I just got chills hearing you say that, like, what a powerful exercise for a teenage girl to, like, kind of have that, like, the opportunity to look at the where she wants to be, the future version of herself, and then kind of work backwards, like, that's such an empowering gift to give somebody, and I think also because, you know, a lot of times girls don't have the like the right role models necessarily or they don't see themselves represented where they want to be and it's really hard to be what you can't see I can't remember who said that quote I don't want to steal it but um you know to be able to give them the tools to like they can be that role model like they can kind of visualize themselves in the future doing what they want to do and work backwards is um I think that is such a cool activity that you or exercise that you do with girls. That's really powerful. I love that. What, um, you know, I guess working with girls, I mean, do you have any um, like communication with the parents as well, like to help them support their girls or is this really just kind of like one-on-one with the girls and, you know.
1: Uh, It's typically one-on-one with the girls. Yeah. Uh, Because I'm the place in my business right now where I'm really meeting um each individual where they're at. Mm-hmm. That can be a dynamic. Like I have worked with girls um with the relationships with their mothers.
0: Yeah. 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 I
1: met with the mothers as well. Um, and and coached with them too. So yes, that's something that I have done. Um, and working on um one of the tools that I work with is called the manual. Okay. And just really recognizing the manuals that we give people, kind of like here, you're my daughter. <laughs> this is how you're supposed to act <laughs> yeah. and this is my expectations. And right,
0: right, right. Uh,
1: yeah. So, or even our friendships, you know, like, you know, here's how you're supposed to be my friend. Make sure you meet all these yeah, it's so true. And expectations, and then when we do that to people, we end up, um, they end up letting us down, yeah. you know, or, um, because they maybe didn't even know that they had expectations, yeah, so
0: exactly.
1: helping with that communication. Um, and again, helping with, um, understanding that we can't control other people. We just have to accept them for who they're, who they are and where they're at so that we right. don't, um, create more drama mm-hmm. in our lives. Um something I see a lot with teen girls, like
0: so being much hurt drama. By somebody yeah. instead of
1: being able to like shake it off or um you know ha- communicate with them about it, we go to somebody else. Yeah.
0: And then all, that-
1: all these other people are story, and then to get back to that friend And it's like a lot of drama and it it doesn't serve anybody. It just no um causing a lot more hurt and pain. So like just just Having a little lesson on the manual can help us really see things differently about maybe how we're handling things that we can't control in our lives, and right. how to choose to be the better person or a bigger person for ourselves. You know, for others, definitely, but sure. like for ourselves as well. Because I you with know, yeah. them.
0: and to be kind of like the person that you're proud of at the end of the day. Like, we're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to screw up. But to be able to kind of at the end of the day, be like, you know what, I tried my best. Um, you know, and then to evaluate too, like, well, I could have done that better. And next time, you know, but just to like, give the girls the tools to even have those conversations with themselves is super, super powerful. Like, I love the idea of, I know, like coaching and business coaching and life coaching is, you know, you see it all over the place. And I think it's so powerful to have coaches in your life for, you know, various different things. I love seeing um, coaching become available for girls now. Like, I, I just think that's such a gift. What typically, I mean, so it's, parents will like book the session with you for their girls. Is that how it it works? How do you find the girls in the beginning? Are they like open to it? Are they like keen to dive in? Are they a little bit like, whoa, 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 what's this all about?
1: (laughs) Um, A little bit of everything. I think there's some people are just, you know, they're in a place where they really need somebody. So they're just so excited to have. Yeah.
0: Love that. And then,
1: then there's other people that um, or, you know, my mom's making me do this, Mm -hmm. so I don't know what kind of attitude I'm going to bring yet. Um, (laughs) So, but I, i like to think that I have a gift with that Mm -hmm. age group. And, um, I really felt that as a teacher and I do feel that with the girls that I get to meet and I just try to meet them where they're at and be authentic and vulnerable myself.
0: Right. That's key. um, That's so key
1: just let them know that I'm not there to judge them and my desire is just to help them with whatever they need. Mm. And and if there's anything they're like not comfortable bringing up right away, like that's okay. Like tuck that back. And as we build trust, mm-hmm.
0: um,
1: when you feel comfortable, then bring that to me. Um, but I don't, yeah. I'm not a lot of pressure, you know, like there's a lot of relationship building and, Well, and that's,
0: yeah, building the foundation. Trust is so important. Um, And you showing up authentically and like letting them know, like, listen, I'm here for you. I care about you. That's so important for girls to hear. I love, I I really do. I think it's so cool what you do. Um, And I've loved watching your journey. What, you know, I'm curious about because you were a teacher and now you're doing coaching what was that journey like for you to kind of close that one chapter and open up another and start a business and put yourself out there in a whole new way um what was that like for you
1: well i feel like the transition was pretty easy because i i'm also do a lot of work in youth ministry so i'm that's just where my sweet spot is just being right. able to be a good listener and be able to give advice and be a mentor but with the coaching specifically it's really allowing the person to figure out themselves, um, what they need to do and what they need, how they move forward. So it's really helping them, not, like, not just me, because that was the tricky part for me as a teacher. It's like, here, yes. this is what's expected of you. This is how you're supposed to do it. Totally. <laughs> um, so the transition is, let me let me listen to you. Let me ask you some questions and mm-hmm. let me really guide you to um, kind of just figure yourself out. It's, it's there. It's just right. like I'm thinking about it and, um, I have some really great leading questions and yeah. powerful.
0: And so like from the the business side of it too, because I know there's so many listeners of this podcast yes. who are- There's a lot of girls
1: there for me. Yeah. yeah
0: who, are, who are teachers who are looking to maybe incorporate some kind of girls empowerment programming as like a side hustle or maybe possibly a full-time thing down the road. So do you have any like, you know, kind of tips or advice on what worked for you to, to get your business off the ground and to make this switch and to, you know, put yourself out there on social media in, in yes. this new role? Like I, I'd love to know. Know what that was like for you. So I
1: was not a very savvy social media person. I would not even consider myself to be that person. <laughs> now. So for me, I am a true witness of like doing something that was stretching and uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely putting myself out there and really trying to share um, a very powerful message. And it's, it's been fun. It's been growth. Yeah, and, you know, a little uncomfortable and for me anyway and so I think just being okay with some of the things that stretch us mm-hmm. and trying not to be perfect um, yeah. before you you know put yourself out there in that way and I guess try to make it less about me and more about the people I'm trying to serve yeah social media was a huge one and just like also not very tech savvy so having to have a um, a lot more time or be patient with myself as I am building my website. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I think that's a very important for um, a small business person to do or a new business woman to do or you know, anybody, but um, because then you're learning the, as you go. And so when you do maybe hire somebody to help you down the road, you're better at communicating what you need. You have some more background information. So I think it's just growing in the ways that weren't easy for me mm-hmm. and needing to persevere um, has been rewarding. They feel like small successes. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, then I'm kind of practicing what I preach to other people about, you know, stepping into your new self. Exactly.
0: That's me. what I was going to say was, yeah. you know, you're, you're really doing it. You're leading the way you're Putting yourself out there in a way that's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I really do think like being, being uncomfortable <laughs> and stretching yourself and, and testing your upper limits and, and always trying to grow. Like it's, it's scary in those areas of growth, but so much magic happens in those areas, you know, and yeah. I found the times in my life where I was the most comfortable Were the times where I was actually the most unhappy because I wasn't challenging myself. I wasn't growing. I wasn't pushing myself to do something new. And so that's been a big theme of this last year for me is just like embracing the discomfort, doing the hard things, and doing the hard things first. Like I was the greatest at like putting that on the bottom of the to-do list. And it's like, I love creating, you know, I love creating the website stuff. I love creating, you know, the Canva graphics and everything. So, you know, that's important, but it's not as important as some of the more difficult things. So that's kind of been a journey for me too, is like, do the difficult things first, get that done. And that's, you know, get. Being in a place where you're okay with the discomfort is also a very empowering thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so I hear you. I hear you with like putting yourself out there and trying something new is uncomfortable. But now you get to tell the girls that you work with like, listen, I've been through this. I've done this. I've been uncomfortable. I've showed up anyway, even though I didn't feel confident. And there's no more powerful lesson, I don't think, than. Yeah somebody who's done it and done it messy and not waited for things to be perfect. Like there's never a perfect time to start anything. (laughs) They're never very, very rarely. I mean, if at all. Right. So to very lucky
1: if you started when it was the perfect time.
0: Yeah. Like you got to start messy and you got to just show up. And, you know, even with this podcast, like if I would have waited until I was like, you know, I perfectly knew how to do it all. Like I still would never have done it, but like just diving in and being uncomfortable, but also being honest with your audience and with your people that this is this is me starting from zero like this is me figuring it out as i go but come along for the ride and i find that to be such a beautiful way to like connect with people actually because you're showing them that it is messy and you are maybe <laughs> a little confused about what you're doing but you're passionate and you're figuring it out and you're driving forward and it sounds like that's what you've done and now you're like it's so cool to see you you know, with this new business and clients, like, it's so exciting. It's so exciting.
1: Yes. It's very exciting. So my dream with it would be, um, to have a conference,
0: oh, Retreats I love conferences
1: this. because I think there's some special magic that happens there.
0: There really um, is.
1: Being away from all the distractions and really being able to focus on yourself and, um, building yourself. And I love, that one-on-one, but also I love the group. Yeah. It's great to be able to experience both. So that would be, um, like my dream, my goal, my vision that I'm working towards.
0: Oh, I love it. I was going to ask you, like, tell me about the future. What does that look like? And so I love that's a big, juicy, exciting goal to have a conference or have multiple. you know, obviously ideally like multiple, I mean, all over you could do so much with that.
1: That's why I was so, so loved everything that you have done in your business too, because I think it really um, hones into that. But I think that um, just having a healthy, open, um, engaging group experience Mm -hmm. too, and recognizing that everybody may be on the same page and maybe struggling with some of the same things um, really allows uh, most teenage girls just to. Just have a, open their eyes a little wider that it's not just them. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that fellowship. Um, I just I don't really see a lot of that opportunity out there for them, and I would really love to be able to create yeah.
0: that. It is, and it's something that I you know I mean with the whole like, part of the reason why I created the Fearlessly Kind certification program is because there is such a need for more for mm-hmm. more events, more conferences, more school programs. Like it's, I really do believe in collaboration over competition and working together to kind of like really empower this generation of girls. And, and there's nothing more magical than, you know, having a room full of a thousand girls come together and there's empowering speakers and the energy in the room. And the girls are learning from each other. And my favorite part of all of those was like the transformation even with the school summits like the transformation from the girls in the beginning that were maybe like hanging out in the back and they were like really nervous and unsure and then by the end they're the ones on the stage with the mic in their hand sharing some experience or giving some advice and just in such a short amount of time when you create that safe space and you let girls connect with themselves and each other so much magic can happen in those moments and right. and seeing the girls at the end that you thought in the beginning like okay maybe maybe they just don't want to be here like you know all the self doubt that we have right like yeah, right. yeah. these events oh, yeah. you're like For this sure. probably sucks like you know <laughs> <laughs> we're all on our own journey but then to see those girls at the end kind of come up and I always found that to be one of the coolest moments and the moments that I've, you know, really treasure throughout 13, 14 years of doing this work with girls is that transformation. And I think powerful transformations can happen one-on-one. They can happen in groups, but they're, they're different. So how cool to be able to work on both, you know, kind of avenues with the girls, because when they're together in a group and they're realizing they're not alone and they can connect with other girls step out of their comfort zone there's something about a group setting where girls are interacting and um, doing activities that it it is a giant step out of their comfort zone for for most girls and that in and of itself is powerful for them you know so i'm i love i love big group programs and conferences and events and even summits with like 100 girls or 50 girls like there's so much opportunity um for girls to really connect with themselves and each other. And it's, it, that lasts a lifetime, you know, when you can create that space for girls. So I'm excited to see what the future holds for your conferences, Laura. I think it's going to be great.
1: great.
0: I think it's going to be so great. So, um, I'd love to know as well, like, because, you know, I mentioned earlier that so many people listening to this podcast do want to figure out how to empower girls in some way or another, and you found a way to make, you know, a whole new career out of it. Do you have any advice for anyone that's listening that might be like, well, I'd love to do my own girls events or workshops or girls groups but I don't know where to get started what would you tell them I would just say just get started Mm -hmm.
1: like listen to yourself or spend some time with yourself and figure out if I were going to create something what would I want it to look like what would I Want these young girls to get out of that experience and just create that.
0: Just do it, yeah.
1: yeah. I think if you sat down and really thought, like, what what would I want it to look like? What would reach me? And just start there, and just you know, invite a few people and make yourself you know available. I think that just I think taking one step forward is really going to be the foundation on which you build. It.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I, I like what you said too, about like, what would you want it to be? I know with um, some of the other um, girls empowerment business owners or people looking to get into the space that I've been doing some coaching with, that's the the most exciting part for me is like letting people know it's like, you just, you you can so think outside of the box in this space. Like, what do you truly want to do? Like, what would light you up? Like, Mm -hmm. And creating something that maybe hasn't been created before, you know, like, let's dream it up, let's figure it out and kind of like brainstorming with people through that I find to be so fun, because it's, it's exciting to think about, you know, how we can really grow this space together and reach even more girls. And, you know, I, some of my coaching clients in the space are talking about doing these like hybrid mother, daughter, online, offline events. Like there's so much that can be done. That's so creative. And so if that's something that you just can't stop thinking about, if that's something you're dreaming about, you know, like figure out what that looks like. And just, like you said, take the step, right. Take that next best step <laughs> and we can all do that. So I love that you know, your own creative genius, Yeah, like, whoever you are mixed with
1: your desire to help, um, and then creating whatever your genius is, like whatever, you know, your past experiences, um, all, you know, have led you to this moment. So you're like, oh, yeah. this is great. Like I grew up with a lot of retreat ministry. So the idea of retreat ministry, yeah, it's been so powerful in my life. So mm-hmm. I feel like being able to take the, um, different tools and skills that I've learned through the life coach school and, and putting that together with a retreat. It's I just so
0: cool. I cannot
1: wait because I just know that it'll be so powerful.
0: Yeah. I love, I think that's, yeah, it's, it is so powerful when you can kind of combine your passion and your stories and your experiences. And I talk about that in the certification program. It's like, I, I, here's the foundation, but like, bring your own magic to it. Bring your stories, your experiences. You don't like this activity, add, add what you want to do, like make it your own. Because when we are showing up authentically and in our truth, and we're sharing our stories, like girls can't help, but connect to that. And when we talk about our You know our failures, our screw-ups, our mistakes, all those things, and just be really honest about them. That's where so much connection happens. And once you have that connection, that's when the girls like open up and they're like, okay, you know, what what can I learn from this? How does this relate to me? How can I take this into my own life and get to my next level self? You know. So I uh, yeah, that's definitely definitely something that I think is really exciting. Um, What advice would you have for any like parents, educators who have teenage girls in their life, like what, how can they show up for the girls in their lives, um, to best support them on their journeys?
1: I think a good start is just being a good listener. Mm-hmm. Um, even as a parent myself, I have teens, it, you get so caught up in giving them advice, or telling them how to do it, Mm -hmm. whatever that is. And I think first just like listening, asking really engaging questions and maybe even walking away and not giving any advice. Mm -hmm. So they feel really heard. Um, And then they'll probably come back to you again then, right? For some advice or some more conversation. I think just building like, there's such a huge shift that happens in that adolescence, like, you know, no longer being a child, now being a teen, they wanna be seen as older. Right. But they still need so much direction. Yeah. Um, but I think that, that it has to a shift from talking at them um, and listening to them. And what does what a good listener show up like? And I think it's asking a lot of um, engaging questions. Mm-hmm. And being patient if you know the first couple of questions are really short answers. Yeah. But don't don't ask, like make sure they're open-ended, right? Right. No questions. So you know, couple of your is. questions first. You gotta
0: be smart <laughs> yeah.
1: questions. But yeah, I think I think there's a huge shift that happens there when we start to be better listeners mm-hmm. toward the teenagers instead of like and I have my parents, so I get it. Like coming at them with all the things that you need them to know or hear as well. <laughs> um, but it's a time that.
0: and a place. But
1: <laughs> yeah, building like that new rapport.
0: I would. Yeah, say and it. the trust is—it's so powerful. I mean, that's one thing that I would—I always said too. And when anyone asked me that question, it was like, just listen. You know, like just listen. I would often, as a teenager, not want to tell my mom what was actually going on because she'd be the first one, like in the car on the way to the school, talking to everyone's parents. And I'm like, no, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, please don't do that. <laughs> you know, like I just, I wanted to just like talk and vent. And typically in the moment, it's heated. And then yeah. the next day, it's not so like, let's go to the school and bring everyone's parents in. Um, so that would make me kind of not want to share what I was going through because I was scared of like, you know, through her very best intentions in those moments to want to fix. And, you know, I don't have children, but I can only imagine, like, I know when a dog looks at Cosmo with the dog park funny, I'm like, hold on. (laughs) So I can't imagine with like a child that comes home that has been bullied or maybe going through something difficult. um, I I understand the urge to just be like, I'm going to fix it. But there's something that is so empowering when you can just listen, like fe- let, let, let your daughter, your student or whoever feel heard and supported and validated, and then f- really figure out how to best support them through it. Like what, how, how can I best support you in this? Maybe it is just to listen, or maybe they do have some questions, or maybe they just want to know that they can come to you with... <laughs> these high drama moments as they come up and that that's just okay. So being able to kind of develop that sort of understanding and it does start with just listening. Like what do you need think from me? it?
1: Think of it as helping them develop the skill themselves to totally. have these dynamics that are happening. Um, you know, there are obviously some extreme cases that a parent probably will want to For step sure. In, there is just the, Social dynamics of you know being a teen and yeah. friendships and just figuring out how to be able to handle them and be okay with some of the things and um, you know building that into your adulthood because mm-hmm. you know even in adulthood like bosses can be difficult coworkers right. can be difficult you know um, you can have relationships that are challenging.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, so like, I,
1: think of it, it as like that, like you're helping them grow in a way to be self sufficient. Yes,
0: and, and that's and, empowering yeah, for them to have, have the happen. tools eventually. Yeah, it does. Like, you don't want to be calling your mom to go talk to your boss when you're 32, you know. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> um, so, you know, I understand. I'm, I'm a mother, and it's like you do, you do want to be such a fixer. Course, you I can only imagine. Um, it's so difficult to to, to step back and a- allow them to kind of work through some things sometimes.
0: Um, but it's empowering and it's validating for them too to be like, okay, my yeah. mom, my dad, my teacher, my guardian, my aunt, uncle, whoever, um, trusts me enough to, you know, yes. l- to let me figure this out or to like support me through it, you know, yeah. that's an empowering lesson, but then you learn the skills and you learn it in a relatively safe space, right? Yeah. When it's like friendship issues and stuff in high school, middle school. I mean, obviously, like you said, sometimes there are issues that do require, um, you know, definite more serious involvement, but the day-to-day stuff, which is so difficult, like I don't mean to downplay it by calling it the day-to-day stuff because the relational issues that girls especially deal with are, you know, can last a life Time the ramifications Mm -hmm. of being excluded or bullied or whatever, but to be able to empower the girls in that moment to be like, first of all, I hear you, your feelings are valid. How can I best support you? And you know, like what do you need from me? Like, do you want to talk it out? What are
1: some of the ideas that you think that you could do to address this situation? Yeah,
0: it's so empowering. And they You know, really think.
1: Oh, my my parent or, you know, my teacher sees that I'm capable and believes in me that I can handle this. That's beautiful. This kind of like subconscious, you know, understanding is folding out for them. Mm -hmm. I am capable. I can handle this. These things happen. Yeah,
0: and then having somebody like you as well as like a coach in their life that oh, they yeah. can and also I brainstorm think
1: <laughs> <And> every, <laughs> every person should have a coach as so much I love this
0: same
1: this world. it's so powerful and it's just so good but definitely like being able to help them build um that just that strength within themselves to be able to yeah just let these things roll off of them sometimes and to change your thoughts about it like that person and what they said or what they did does not define who I am or what I think about myself totally, when so they can true. really build that up it's like I don't even have time for that
0: right exactly I'm like, like I'm on to bigger and better things yeah, like this like, is
1: not one second I can look at that person and it rolls off. Not like mm-hmm. one second, I look at that, I hear that. And then I carry it around with me for the next six months to six years.
0: Right. I know it's it's
1: like, a... like, that's where the thought work comes in. And
0: that's, that's so, that's powerful. so powerful to realize like we do have, you know, very often more control over our thought processes than we think we do. Like, sometimes we think we're just a victim of these thoughts, but like, you can stop thinking a thought, you know, like long yeah. enough to maybe like kind of snap you out of it. But what's cool too, about, life coaching for teens is, you know, I I know probably a lot of parents are giving similar advice, but it's different when it comes from somebody else. That was something I heard so often when I was doing my events was like, parents would come up or they'd email me. They're like, I've been saying this for five years. Mm -hmm. They did not hear it until you said it. Yes, (laughs) And that's helpful.
1: There's this, um, I don't know if it's a quote that I heard one time. It's like, the right person, the right place, and the right message. I right person, right time, right message. Yeah. I'm like, that's
0: so true. So true. Um, so true. It all has to, all, like, the stars have to align. And um, anyway, I just, I think you're such a gift, Laura, to girls. And the work you do is so important. Are you, because um, I know people listening are going to be wondering, like, if they can book with you, are you currently taking clients right now? Yes, I am. Right
1: now, I am running six week, um, one-on-one. Wow. Coaching packages.
0: Okay. And so if anyone's curious, where can they find you? How can they get in touch with you? I have
1: a website. It's called Laura Gleason So it's L a U R a G L E a S O N coaching.
0: Perfect. .com. Perfect. And are you on Instagram? Is that, uh, should we direct people there or no? Yeah,
1: yes. yes. <laughs>
0: see, see
1: my, uh, you know,
0: where s- I'm stretching myself. Yes. In the um, well, I love following you. I know you post some great stuff on there. So I will link your website. I will link your website and your Instagram in the right in the show notes. So if you're listening and you just have to know more about Laura or sign your daughter up to work with her, you can definitely find her there. Um, any final thoughts on, you know, girl world, anything that's kind of on your heart that you want to share with any of the listeners right now before we wrap it up? Um,
1: I think like when one question that I ask, Everybody these days, which I feel like is super freeing is a good example of like redirecting our thoughts or letting go of limiting thoughts is out of all the things that you can choose to think, like, why are you choosing that out of all the thoughts Mm -hmm. you can choose? Why are you choosing that one? And it really just opens up sometimes to realizing like, I am choosing this thought, right? And that. I do possess the freedom to think something different.
0: Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Of, you know, like our thoughts
1: can hold us in this prison that we can't seem to find our way out of. And right. somebody might have a completely different thought about that.
0: And, and we're, yeah, it's kind of our, we're the ones kind of keeping us in that place and that box and that feeling replaying things over and over again. And just to realize like, well, maybe I can stop thinking this thought. I can always come back to it, but like, what if I stop Not thinking serving it? you? <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Yeah. I love that Laura. Well, thank you so much for spending this time with us. I think you're just so full of wisdom and love, and I, I can feel your passion for these girls come through just talking to you. And I know everyone listening yeah. will feel that way too. So I wish you nothing but all the success. I cannot wait for your conference. I am so excited have to be a speaker. You know that. <laughs> and um, I will link everything, like I say, in the show notes so people can find you. So thank you so much, Laura, for joining us. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for this opportunity. Such a fun conversation. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Laura. Uh, We've linked all of her information in the show notes below. So if you want to get a hold of her, you want to find out more about her coaching services or packages, or just follow her along on Instagram, you can do that all below. You can find out all of her links below. And um, yeah, I just, I love that. I hope you got a ton of value out of it. And if you are somebody that's interested in becoming a Fearlessly Kind facilitator, we have our waitlist open right now. So if you're interested in finding out a little bit more about that, what that looks like, what it entails, you can go to fearlesslykind.com. We'll link that below too. And from there, you can get immediate access to an info session where I personally walk you through everything, the ins and outs of the entire program. And you can fill out a form, join the waitlist, and you'll be the first to know when a space opens up. And you can set up a call with me if you want to have if, if you want me to answer any of your questions. But um, anyway, that's how Laura and I and so many of the other guests on this podcast have been able to connect as they've become Fearlessly Kind facilitators. And it's just been so incredible seeing the success they're all having going out into their communities and truly transforming the lives of girls. So if you're interested, head to fearlesslykind.com and stay tuned for next week's episode. We'll be back with a brand new one. And uh, I can't wait to see you then. Bye for now.